Hey peeps, you know what time it is. This is the Nomad Peeps podcast, the podcast for born wanderers and rule breakers. Let's get into the episode. So first thing first, I want to express some gratitude to all the messages I received from friends, uh, some of the messages from people that have uh, that I don't know personally, but they've listened to the podcast and they expressed how much they they were digging it. It's such a great motivation boost and it lets me know that I'm on the right path um, because we are like three weeks in. This is the fourth week, fourth episode. Um, and I'm just so proud of myself. I don't say that often enough, but I'm just so happy that I made this happen and I finally got it out there into the universe and y'all are enjoying my baby, the fruits of my labor, and there's so much more to come. So I just want to start off by saying thank you. Secondly, I know with the last episode or probably probably the last couple episodes, um, there was some issues with sound. Um, and you know, it's a learning curve, y'all. It's really a learning curve. Uh, all of this is, and it's actually very fitting that I mentioned that because today's episode is called By Any Means Necessary. Um, We're talking today about turning your challenges into wins, working with what you got, and just getting things done no matter what. So yeah, I I also want to just say thank you for those who have um, given me some feedback about like even the things with like uh, the sound issues. Um, This is for me a season, well, Every season is a season to express gratitude, but even more so, we're coming into Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot of people, y'all, are going to be with your family, and it's uh, a season to, I think, express gratitude, gratefulness. So um, I'm very, very happy for all of you who have given me both uh, feedback about things that can be improved, as well as just saying you know, you love the podcast or you love a particular episode. And as always, you can also leave feedback. Please feel free to do this because this is, this helps me. Uh, This helps the podcast to grow uh, by leaving comments, feedback, thank yous. If you just want to say, hey girl, hey, um, on all of the social media platforms. So that's Nomad Peeps Pod over on IG, as well as the blog. There is the Nomad Peeps podcast page on nomadpeeps.com where I'm going to be having also episodes set up there, as well as some show notes and any little extras about the guests that I have on the show or any of the things that we talk about uh, or reference within the episode. So please go over there and check it out. And I have to say, y'all know I got to do the plugs. We are on Google Overcast. I think I said we were on Stitcher in a previous episode. Disregard that. Your girl made a mistake. I'm not on Stitcher, but we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So on any of those platforms, Uh, please feel free to leave uh, a review of the podcast or a particular episode that you really liked because, again, that helps assist out. So we're going to get into this episode now. I'm doing things a little bit different. Normally, I do the current situation, but I'm not going to do that today because my guest is the Courtney Williams. She is a very, very awesome spirit amazing chick. Um, I, I have known her for what? Oh, going on two years now. And I finally, finally got the chance to interview her because she's here in South Korea traveling. So we finally linked up and I'm so excited about this episode. So that's why I'm not really going to do a whole bunch of talking. We're just going to get right into the interview because we were chatting we were chatting for quite some time. I actually had to cut cut it down because, shoot, this episode might have been like two hours. But before I get into the interview, uh, I want to tell you all a quick little story. And the reason I want to share this is to put things into perspective for anyone listening to this. Because, um, you know, we're always talking about living a nomad lifestyle, what that looks like, how to go about doing that. 
Um, and it all starts from a simple place, or at least for me. Um, and well, not just for me, for everyone, if there's anything that you want to do, it all starts from a simple place and that's your mind. And, um, I like to tell, I don't really tell this story, but I'm going to share this here. It's something that I, it stays with me because when I think back on it, it always blows my mind and kind of has me in awe of myself. I'm trying to get into a place where I'm speaking nicely to myself, congratulating myself, um, telling me that I'm proud of myself. I think a lot of people don't do that, especially with the way society is. It's, it's very easy to talk negatively to yourself and even the language that you may use, you might not even be conscious of it. Like if you make a mistake, oh damn, that was stupid. God, I'm so stupid. Like I'm, I'm like this all the time and I'm trying to make a, uh, mindful effort to change this, especially going into the new year, because there's a lot of amazing things that are about to unfold. And I just have a lot of good energy for the new year. So um, that's one thing that I'm trying to change. So the story is when I was 12, I want to say I was about the age of 12. What grade was I in? What grade are you in as 12? I think I was in eighth grade or seventh grade? Seventh grade. Yeah, seventh grade. So um, for some of y'all know this, but for those who don't, I grew up in Philadelphia. I was born in Washington, D.C., but I grew up in Philadelphia and then I went was in a Catholic private school from kindergarten to the age of 11, sixth grade. And then my mom and me, my mom and my brother, we moved to Delaware, which is like an hour south of Philly, basically. It's like the line is very close to Pennsylvania. And um, I started a new school. I started public school. And uh, I was scared out of my mind because I was like, oh, my God, the classes change. The bell rings every 45 minutes. I'm not staying in the same classroom. There's so many kids. I'm scared of these kids. I, I'm like, it was just a whole, it was a whole, um, it was a big adjustment. And I kind of turned inward to myself. And I remember the beginning of the year, you get these agenda books. It's kind of like where you can like write your homework. I don't know if everyone's school does this. If you're, if you go to a public school, I would imagine that it would. But in the agenda book, there's spaces for you to write your homework, your calendars. It has all the events for the school year that are happening, blah, blah, blah. It has like some you know, it's just like kind of like an organizer, a planner. And in the back of the book, there was a world map that had, you know, the whole map between two pages um, and had the capitals. So I remember being in a class. I don't know what class it was. It doesn't stand out in my mind. Obviously, it was boring as hell. So I remember looking at the map, being fascinated with it and just kind of thinking to myself, I want to like, when I get older, when I get rich, I want to plan a trip. So I used to, I was like, I want to, oh, I want to do a world trip. So what I did was I would sit and look at all the capitals and I kind of planned this whole like little round the world trip starting. I can't remember. I think it was like starting in the East Coast, going up through Canada, all the way to the Yukon, um, through the Yukon, coming down California, making my way down Baja, California, into Mexico, South America, tip of Argentina, then crossing over to the tip of uh, um, South Africa and making my way. I had this whole thing and I wrote it down and I'm a list maker. I love making lists. I remember I wrote this list and I remember um, specifically thinking, I'm going to have to be rich to do this. And I think about that moment, and I don't know why that stands out in my mind, because if you asked me to recall anything else about like that year, I really couldn't recall anything, not really. But that stands out in my mind because I look at where I'm sitting here today. I'm not rich, <laughs> still ain't rich. That hasn't happened yet, yet. Um, but I did it. I did it. I, I, I did that. I did that. You did that, sis. Like, if I could tell my 12-year-old self that, that's what I would say. You did that. You went around the world. You traveled. And the point of me bringing up the story and sharing this is that the mind 
I'm learning as I get older how how powerful, how powerful the mind is. And whatever your circumstances are, whatever cards that you're dealt is, I feel like I'm like, anything's possible. Um, anything is possible. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm on that tip right now because I'm feeling good this morning, but it's so true. It's so true. And so, yeah, I'm going to stop rambling now. I just wanted to, to share that, that no matter what your situation is, you really can turn, any situation can be turned around from the littlest thing to the biggest obstacle. And don't get me wrong. I know there are definitely some challenges that require, um, you know, next level strength. There's probably some challenges that I haven't even experienced that, you know, who knows, I don't even know how I would come about doing it or excuse me, go about doing it. But it's, I just want to put that out there. Some, I don't know. I felt the need to say that. So someone is going to get this or whoever's listening to this, this may be the message you need to hear. So just take that, consider it, and just, you know, it's going to be all right. You can do it. All right, let's take a break. All right, so we're back. And as promised, I have very special guests. Now, she's very special for many reasons. Uh, I'll have to say that a year ago when I originally started to get this podcast together. This was originally the first guest, so I still consider her the first guest. I'm sitting here right next to Courtney Williams, the Courtney Ooh. Williams. Please say hi <laughs> to the people. Hi, everybody. Yes. Ah, hey, <laughs> so um, just to paint you guys a picture of what's happening right now, we are in my apartment, little studio apartment. We chill on the floor. We got the candles lit. In the trenches, honey. In the trenches. <laughs> the crystals out, honey. Yes, crystals okay. are out. We are very comfortable and we are very relaxed, which is perfect because we are talking about, as you guys already know, about working with what you got. Period. By any means necessary. Period. And I thought that it was really like I had to have you for this episode yeah. because I feel like of all the people that I know who are truly out here living this nomad lifestyle, um, you're one of the only people that's really out here doing it because a lot Aww. of people talk about you know, wanting to live abroad, but they really don't know what it takes. Or how to do it. Or, or how to do it. Or, you know, it'd and, be a lot, so thank you. And also, it's kind of like you're an inspiration for me. So I just want to let everybody know that before we even met, things are so divine. Things Ain't are lining it. up right now. Ain't it? Before Ugh. we met, I was in uh, still in Melbourne, Australia, and I had come across her video. So uh, Courtney... I saw her when she was in her journey and she was in Vietnam and that's where I came across her and watching her videos pretty much got me together and like, okay, I got to get with my situation. I got to get up out of here. And we ended up meeting months later. I want to say from the time I saw her first video in May and November of that same year, we met for the first time, not planned. Very unplanned, very, very yeah. divine encounter, yeah. very divine encounter. Yeah. And we got to say that, like, right now it's November again. Yeah. And, and we're this recording like this episode two years later. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yes. Um, and I just got to say, thank you so much for having me again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me, peeps. Yes. 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 Um. So, so to get into this, um, I want you to give everybody, and I always ask okay. everyone that's on the show, mm -hmm. uh, I want you to give everybody a, just a quick little rundown of you and how you came to be like where you are uh, currently your travel your from travel the beginning journey. of my travel yeah. journey or the beginning of who know where I well, felt like this spiritual journey began well let's say with a moment where you realized you wanted to leave the U.S. let's start okay there. so I had a real nigga moment in my <laughs> in my car I had graduated college and I had given myself a year with with my best friend. We were going to move to New York or L.A., one okay. of the two. You know, everybody want to move yeah, to New York or L.A. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we're we're fashion majors. So my major was fashion merchandising. Right. I was a makeup artist my last two years of college. And basically, I just wanted to, you know, live out my greatness in the runway. You know <laughs> what I mean? Behind the scenes, doing my thing. And. 
it was really hard for me. Basically, it was like a transition after college because I didn't have the same type of money that I had while I was in school. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, that backing of school as well, because it's Mm -hmm. like college is hard. However, at the same time, you still have a community around Mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? So it's almost as if I felt like I had lost my community and it felt like it just basically I felt like I was grinding it out like grinding it out and this is so significant because we've been talking so much about this misconception of overworking yourself you know Mm -hmm. and I literally I legitimately was I was Mm -hmm. grinding it out I was going to all the networking events I was doing all kind of free work you know Mm -hmm. trying to build my brand trying to build my you know just trying to build my name up, you know, trying to trying to win, trying to yeah. become a hungry artist <laughs> instead of a starving artist, you know? Right, yeah. And basically, girl, I lost everything. Like, I, I was homeless during this mm-hmm. time. And it was like, my friends didn't know a lot. Like, it, I, don't, I don't even know who knew that I was homeless because mm-hmm. I was hiding it. I was ashamed. Yeah. I was embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like, how could I end up in this point? I just got a degree. <laughs> like, yeah, what is yeah. really going right. on? And I legitimately was in my car, as cliche as it sounds. I don't remember where I was coming from. Like I feel, I feel like I had just done a makeup, a prom makeup, and the lady didn't pay me. Mm. Like I literally went to this lady's house, left the salon that I was working at to go to this lady's house to do her daughter's makeup. Mm. I get there, I do her daughter's makeup, and she did not pay me. Do you know? So then I had to go back to my my salon and tell my owner, I can't give you the blueprint that I told you I was going to give you from this payment because the lady didn't pay me. But why did she pay? I'm just she. You know, black people sometimes be on this. Oh, whole, I got you like, later. Uh, I yeah, got I got you, you later. Yeah. You later. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, sis, if you knew what, what was really going on in my life right now. Like, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> you know, I ain't got time for this. Yeah. Like, I ain't got time. And I literally had to badger her to get that money. Yeah. However, neither there. Yeah. Basically, mm. I ended that night in my car. And I just had mm. a breakdown. You know, it's like after you've been trying so many things, like, over and over and over, and ain't nothing working. Yeah. Ain't nothing. Right. It don't feel like nothing working. It's like I literally just had a moment where I was just like talking to God and I was like look (sighs) Mm -hmm. what we need to do (laughs) like it was like a real when I tell you a real nigga moment it was a real nigga moment I was like what do we need to do and the thing that popped up into my head as cliche as it sounds it was like if you were dying tomorrow what would you want to do truly just simply authentically what would you be doing mm-hmm. like if it was like that like life or death mm-hmm. like and you only had a little like 24 hours to live the life that you want to yeah. live and the two things that popped up into my head I want to travel mm-hmm. and I want to do makeup okay and within four months I was you out made the moves <laughs> I was out I was like all right, all right. cool yeah. and I didn't even tell anybody either like I didn't tell anybody like part of that process for me it felt like this was not something that needed to be shared. Like literally I, my process was okay. If I can book all the flights Mm -hmm. to where I want to go, then I'm a go. Okay. You know, if I can find a little bit, it was like literally taking it piece by piece. But my first thing for sure was like booking flights. So that meant I had to set a date. Mm -hmm. I had to be solid about this is the date that I'm leaving. And I literally planned out the first places that I was going to stop. And I was like, after that, I'm just going to flow with it. Because it's real once you book the flight. It's real when you put your money up on that table. It's (laughs) real. And I'm the type of person that I ain't wasted no coinage. You know what I mean? Especially in that, like, in that period of time for me I was definitely like a like like I'm a tourist we're very mindful about money you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so I just was like I know when I put my money up on these flights I'm going yeah I'm not wasting my money you know what I mean so in the same time I didn't tell anybody either until I bought those flights Mm -hmm. because projection is really real you know people will project their fears on you Mm -hmm. just because they believe that they can't do it and they will discourage you so it's like I guarded Mm -hmm. this yeah I protected I protected this trip before I left you know like literally when I tell you it was a lot of people angry 
It was a lot of yeah. people upset, you yeah. know, because they was like, they felt left out. You right. know, they felt like, you know, why you didn't involve me in the process of this? And I just kind of, you know, I didn't let it bother me because at the end of the day, it's like, honey, me and Jesus had, this was me and Jesus, wasn't nobody in this car with me, but me and Jesus, Mm. we had this conversation, not you, me, da, 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 all you know, y'all weren't here with me in this moment, like, you weren't with me shooting in the gym, (laughs) like, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, I was homeless, like, none of y'all opened your house to me, none, I couldn't, you know what I mean, like, I felt like none of y'all can help could help me in that moment. So when I had to go to the source to figure out what I needed to do next to get out of this situation, none of y'all was there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So I just felt like that just made it even more significant of like why I was good about the feelings that they were trying to bring to me after that they, after they found out. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, I'm not like that's not my responsibility. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. I did what I needed to do right. for me. Yeah. So yeah, I took some money. Like literally, I sold it. When I tell you, I sold everything, every single thing that I owed, I sold. Basically, I did like a five dollar sale. Like literally, I did like a Facebook sale, like okay. a like a like a pop up flash. Yeah, like a <laughs> pop up flash sale. Yeah. Like. Everything is $5, girl. I had stuff that I had, like, brand new. Like, my car, you know, obviously, I'm living out of my car. Car was packed to the brim. I was like, nah, all this can go. All this car, this car can go. Like, when I tell you, I sold everything. And I must get my boo. Um, They used to go by Cool Young History. Okay. Now they go by Indefinite Honeymoon. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they okay. I love she them. She was my inspiration. Okay, yeah. I yes. love them, too. Oh, that's right. That was Girl, my own name. That's, I yeah, that. That's, yeah. See, that's if you. They, the yeah, A1s. That's, that's yeah. back in the trenches because they didn't change some things up. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Okay. However, it was like, I feel like when I found them, yeah, they may have been like been three years in. Now. Yeah, they had they have been in it for a minute. And yeah. I want to say that I found them through like a Nicole Bitchy site. Okay, remember yeah. Nicole Bitchy? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. Hello, okay. you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. basically, yeah. I just saw their story in on their on right. Nicole Bitchy's website, and yeah. basically that's how they got out the country. Okay. Like they sold yeah. everything that they that they had. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, if they can do it, mm-hmm. I can do it. That's how I'm going to do it. Right. And that's how I got the idea of like, I'm going to sell everything and mm-hmm. then I'm just going to go. And it's literally like, I'm buying my tickets. And I, when I tell you, I bought these tickets piece by piece. <laughs> like I bought them piece by piece. It was like, I was doing a little makeup gigs here and there get the money together okay now that's ticket bought okay now that's tickets bought now that's ticket bought then eventually all the tickets were bought and I was just like you know what as far as the rest of the money goes I already got a date set so whatever amount of money I have when I go I'm gonna go and I didn't have much like I literally had I feel like when I left Houston I probably had about 1500 However, I kind of like did a little tour. So I didn't like go straight out of the country. Mm -hmm. I went to like Chicago. I went to LA Mm -hmm. and I went to New York, which kind of was a little bit of like, I'm not going to say it was a mistake because like nothing is by chance. Nothing is a mistake. You know, that's where I was meant to go because I went. Mm -hmm. However, New York took a big chunk of my coinage. It's literally hemorrhaging Girl, money. Not hemorrh- blood, hemorrhaging yeah, money. That's yeah. what I, I love that term. So that's exactly what happened. Yeah, honey. You blink. You Hello. You down like Hello. <laughs> 25 bucks. Girl. And I was real confused because I couch surfed this whole time. Oh, so that was another thing for me too because I was like, you know, basically the, the, the process of thinking about this was also like, okay, so I got to cut some expenses. The biggest expense is accommodation. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is another thing I got to bring it back to my girl, um, Amira at mm-hmm, indefinite mm-hmm. honeymoon, because when they started, that was part of their story. They didn't pay for accommodations either. Mm-hmm. They used to do a lot of house sitting. Right. They started, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like they started in Europe, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, now they're in, they're in, she in they're Bali. They're in Bali. Yeah, they're in Bali. Yeah. Girl, they're in Bali. Yeah, they I need to house. hop over there to see them. Hello, they bought a house leveling up. It's yeah. like they're like renting uh, it's a nice house too. Girl. But anyway, I'm yes like, for them. Yeah. Yes for them. And just yes for seeing their progression because that really just goes to show that like 
you know, don't be fooled by these travelers who are making it seem like, you know, they just leaving the country and everything all peaches and cream. Like you might go through a little thing. You might run out of money. It's going to be okay. You keep going. And as the years progress, you're going to be building and building. And before you know, you're going to be living an unrecognizable life. Mm. Period. Ooh. <laughs> period yeah. okay Speaking so i just literally... hello hello <laughs> come on girl it's sunday y'all gonna get this word honey y'all gonna get this word so yeah like i literally i was like okay so the the house city might not work for me off top because you know you gotta you have to pay like a hundred dollars to even get on the site and i was like i was trying to conserve <laughs> you know Ooh, so let's not pay they make yeah. it yeah i didn't know it was like yeah you had to, I, I don't know what it is now at that time it was like a hundred dollars which I mean, it makes sense because it's like you're in europe yeah, you don't imagine. want just anybody at the same time if you're in Europe, you know, like those houses that they were staying at were nice, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they had some really good, legit places from mm. time to time. However, that didn't really work for me, especially for Asia. That didn't really work for me. And so I was like, okay, I'm a couch surf. Mm-hmm. And I literally, when I tell y'all, couch surf my whole first year. So I didn't pay mm. anything for accommodations, okay. you know, and um, I just, I just. I just went. So like part of the reason of why I stopped in all of those places was very significant because I'm a make I was a makeup artist, you know. I was a pra- I was a practicing makeup artist. Now I'm being led to do other things. However, at that time it was like I was wanting to connect with photographers and models you know I wanted to be the first makeup artist to to you know be faces all the way around the world Mm -hmm. so I was like okay let me go to Chicago that's a significant marketing marketing scene for uh for makeup artists LA I went to makeup school there Mm -hmm. so of course I wanted to go back and then New York I went around um the New York Fashion Week this is why I spent Mm -hmm. a, a a big chunk of time there. Like, I feel like I spent like, like 19 days, honey. Mm. So a big chunk of my money was gone after New York. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost didn't even make it out of New York. That's going to be for another podcast, another story time, honey. (laughs) Anywho, when I left New York, when I left the States and I landed in Bangkok, I had $200. Wow. I was scared as hell. Woo. Bangkok was a culture shock. When I, I, I got up imagine. in there, I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Hello. I was like, wait. Like, I legitimately, girl, one of my really good friends, the longest friendship that I have had, I called him. Or maybe he called me because it's like I was at my couch surfing host and I was in such culture shock. I hadn't got out of the bed for like a couple of days. Like I like I wasn't even eating. And she was like my little couch surfing host was like having the maid come check on me because she was worried. And I have to even say, even with that, I, I landed in Bangkok and didn't even have a host. So I had to find a host when I got to the airport. Mm. And I found one within like an hour. So it's like, Ooh. you know, things be aligning. Like, yeah. it's like, even if you're scared, even if it feel like it ain't really working, don't. like things come full circle what you need will be provided right. you just gotta go yes and it's like just going is sometimes what's so hard for people to do however it's like just having that faith like i am you know secure i'm protected i'm i'm grounded my spirit team my divine spirit team you know they they love the mess out of me mm. and they they show up yes you know it's like yes. you got to take that mentality so i just remember we however we got on this call we got on this call and he was I was telling him how scared I was I didn't I didn't I don't believe I told him how much money I had Mm. however because I you know I didn't want to hear that like how you know just that chastising of like Mm-hmm. What with the girl? What the what girl? You know. Yeah. So I didn't tell him that. However, I just was expressing how scared I was. You know, and then I was in a real rural part. You know, like they it was nobody that spoke English, <laughs> and I just was like, oh no. So literally, he prayed for me. Hmm. We pray like we prayed on that call, and he just poured so much into me. Like you got this. Like, this is like, you know, that was like one of those pivotal calls because I mm. definitely was having a, a moment of regret. Like, oh, what did yeah, I do? Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. What I do, though? <laughs> <laughs> it was a moment. Yeah. And literally fast forward now, yeah, five years say, later. Like, yeah. Girl, I'm still making it happen. So right. it's possible. Even yeah. if you ain't got, a, you know, if you ain't, if you don't have the money that you think you should have, it's possible. And this is what we're talking about today, turning like challenges into wins, because, and I, I talked about this on the very first episode of 
being a solo uh, traveler. Mm. Um, fear is crazy. It's crazy how fear is like, it's a big, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. It'll really it's hold the... you back from even trying yeah. even the thought. And this is just thoughts. You haven't even taken any action, you know, and yeah. it's just a little, it's, it's a, it's a big, big speed bump to get over. So it's because you need to get used to walking even in your fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the key. It's like, cause you know, somebody yeah. it's like, I've been having this moment. Cause I feel like it was a misconception of like, you know, when you go out of the country, it's this big thing that people think you'd have made it or whatever right. are thinking yeah. that you're not scared. And I'm like, first of all, baby, you, you know how many times I done ran out of money? Like yeah. my, my bank account looking funny right now, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, I'm also, it's not that I was lacking fear because I was scared at various times, you Mm -hmm. know, especially being in a country that is not your country and Mm -hmm. running out of money and ain't nobody around you. And the background that I come from, I don't have a financial safety net, Mm -hmm. you know, where I could call somebody and be like, you know what? I'm out of money. Can you send me me something? something? I don't have that. So Mm -hmm. I really had to figure it out and just go with my like surrender to my journey hmm. surrender, surrender to, to my journey surrender that's tweetable baby y'all better tweet that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I need to surrender be so to many my gems. journey okay There's so many gems here hello yeah so it, it's like you gotta get used to walking even in fear and I I was recently y'all know the Harriet movie just come just came out the mm. Harriet Tubman movie Again. I haven't seen it yet yeah. I want to see it and basically that that is popping up a lot in the, a lot of conversations that I've been having with people who have seen it. And it's just like, you know, these civil rights people are these civil rights icons that we had in like the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, who have been so influential for moving the black narrative and black rights forward. It almost seems like they weren't scared. However, mm. contrary to popular belief, I definitely believe oh, that they yeah. were. You know what yeah. I mean? They just walked anyway. Yeah. They just was like, I'm scared. However, I know this is something bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm protected. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm scared, I'm going to be all right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That on that. Okay. Ooh, that on that. I'm getting chills, honey. That on that. Okay, so you're five years mm. right now into yeah. your journey. Almost five Almost years, five give years. or take, give or take. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, of every everywhere that you've been, can you tell me what is your favorite place, something that's, you know, Ooh. stood out to you in this whole journey? Girl, my favorite place, hands down, is Salvador, Bahia, Brazil. Mm. If you have not been there and you are a Black person, honey, Go over there and get your life. <laughs> the best thing, I just, oh my God, I just love this place so much. Like, I know I'm going to be spending a lot more time there. You know, that was the first place that really connected with my spirit on like just a deep level. Like, it felt like home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I started in Asia. Asia can be a bit of a weird place. They do things very different than the Western world. And mm-hmm. it can be a big adjustment, especially for black mm-hmm. Black people, because, you know, this idea of whiteness is right. Mm-hmm. is something that's kind of hard to adjust to when you get there. Or it's on a pedestal there. here. Yeah, it's so on they, a pedestal. They relate more to that, I think. Yeah, and it's in your face in a different way yeah. that, than in America. So right. it's a big adjustment. Yeah. However, not to say that Brazil doesn't have its own issues, because it does. Like they're Definitely They're does. also going through... You know, their own civil rights movement. You know what I mean? Like right now, the thing that makes Brazil so amazing, specifically Bahia, because, you know, we hear about Rio, we hear about Sao Paulo. They get a lot of shine. Those places are like the New York and L.A. if you were curious. That's true, actually. You know, however, Bahia is one of those places that if you go there it's because your spirit was called to come there. Like, ain't nobody just hopping over there because, baby, mm-hmm. them tickets is high. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, if you're trying to go and you want to know how to get you a cheap ticket, text me, um, send me a DM, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> I'll help you out, help you how to, you know, get you the gems or the tea. However, I went on a retreat and my boo, she paid $1,600 round wow. trip for a flight from the States. Dang. You know, so... Dang. 
Ain't nobody that's just crazy. hopping over there. Ain't that's like crazy? Well, that's, what, that's what I could pay to go to Australia. Girl, it's a crazy? longer flight and further distance. You yeah. gonna pay to go and you gonna pay to, to have fun, eat, get your accommodations. Yeah. <laughs> like you can live for a couple of months off of that in <laughs> Thailand. Yeah. So this is not a place that people just often stumble on. It's like you hear about it in some kind of way. So if you're hearing yeah. this right now, baby, this is a message for you. <laughs> Like, really, this yes. is a divine moment. This is, I don't know if this is your first time encountering Bahia. However, if you're hearing it right now, go look it up. Right. Go look it up. What makes Bahia so amazing is that we are so connected. Like, I don't know if a lot of y'all know how much or just how many slaves were actually dropped off in South America. Like, I actually saw a visual of it before, when I was in Colombia. Before I went to Brazil, I was in Colombia. And I saw a visual, basically, it was like a, it was like little dots. And each dot represented a ship. And it was just going with the, with you know, the times were passing, like, each year. And it was showing how many boats were going to South America and how many were coming to, you know, the States. When I tell you it was astonishing how many boats came here like the biggest chunk of they was doing double African. time down there double time more than america more double than america. time double time mm-hmm. and it's literally like the biggest population of afro people outside of africa are in really in brazil however in south america in general and what makes bahia so amazing is that one, they're still connected. You know what I mean? Like they are also descendants of slaves like us. So they get they get us. You know what I mean? Because I feel like nothing against our sisters and brothers in Africa, nothing against our sisters and brothers in, you know, the British, um, the British, Afri- the, Euro, the Euro. Yeah, Euro, like the, Af- the Korean, African people, you know. However, I just feel like they're their truth is a bit different from ours. Mm-hmm. So they have a hard time understanding it, yeah. you know? And sometimes we are judged by our ghetto-ness or our term or the way we speak or how we do things mm-hmm. because they don't understand how we got to where we are, you know? Yeah. And it, it's understandable because it's like, we're so disconnected. Our, our, our blackness has been so destroyed you know what i mean taking it but we had to take a challenge and turn it into a win and yeah hello culture hello most black most people know black culture around the world it's american black culture hip-hop period jazz because we don't rock and roll we got it we're not gonna hello hello we got the sauce baby we got the sauce we got the sauce and we coming with it so (laughs) and they want it (laughs) hello so it's like even brazil you can see that they got the sauce like Mm. they took this portuguese they took this culture there and they flipped it like the same way i'm telling you if this ain't our sisters i don't know what is like legitimately they are our sisters they have the same experience as us like they understand like they have these same issues with police brutality with police killing like literally while i was there there was police police killings in some of the favelas like it was a moment where you know these young boys i want to say like seven young boys who literally just happened to be in the wrong place at a, at the wrong time and the police basically killed them military style oh like execution like, like execution style yeah. execution style and it was like a big uproar however what makes it also so amazing is that even though bahia afro brazilians are descendants of slaves just like us in a country you know that was not originally theirs, Mm -hmm. you know, they were not stripped of their culture. Yeah. They tr- I feel like they tried. They tried to strip them. Yeah, but however, it was just so many of them yeah. were so powerful. Like, Hello. They was like, was... you not finna like even yeah. it it was times we I went to Condomble at one point, and this is like a spiritual ceremony that is so powerful. If you ever get a chance to go, definitely hit up a Condomble ceremony. Um basically, girl. They would they would go out far into they'd have to hide and mm-hmm. do their rituals and hide and do their spirituality. However, it worked. 
because now in 2020, girl, I'm call, girl, we hello, come on, come on in 2020. I know you want to come in and, and tell us about the blessings that's coming for us, but we still in 2019. Hold up. So basically, now in 2019, like going there as an African American, I felt like home. Mm. I could feel that energy. I could feel mm. that spirituality. I could feel that culture. Like they still have everything that I feel like they took from Black Americans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they still have that connection and you can mm. see it even in the people. When you're talking to Afro-Brazilian people, they have so much pride and so much love for their blackness. Like they love themselves. Mm. And that's a big issue that I feel like is amongst black Americans. It's like, you know, we've been so conditioned to hate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not their baby. We still stuck with color. Hello. At the moment. Not sure. their baby. Right. Not there. Yeah. Like it, it's a powerful powerful moment you're not going there by accident period and you're gonna have a spiritual moment period (laughs) period period (laughs) you might not you probably ain't gonna want to leave that's how that's how amazing it is yeah like girl i'm so excited it was so amazing i'm definitely planning um to go next year it's going to be happening so um (sighs) okay so chills Oh, yes. I'm just I'm like, yeah. Okay, yes, Bahia. Bahia. Okay. So, before, I just want to say, I don't think we even mentioned where you're from. I'm from Houston, H-Town. Texas. Hello, H Town in the house. What's yes. up? Okay, so Hello. we got a Houston girl out in the world. Cutting up. Yes, living and, my best life. And um, also, your so your total time in Brazil was how, how many months? I was there for six months. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And what, but were you originally planning to stay that long or just you got there and it was like, got turned out? <laughs> y'all, when I tell y'all, I don't be planning my trips. Yeah. I'm definitely on a spiritual journey and I allow my journey to flow. So mm-hmm. literally, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I honestly, that was the most expensive flight that I had booked one way. I'm telling you, okay. like when I first, the first flight that I bought, I see, I found out a little trick on the way back. So mm. I'll share that with you if you DM me. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, that first flight from Colombia, which Colombia to Brazil is not far. And I was very shocked because, mm-hmm. which you also got to prepare yourself for these flights in South America because things are ex- way more expensive than Southeast Asia. Like you can go from Thailand to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia for like $20. Mm. Baby, that flight was like maybe 500 some like 560 from Colombia to Salvador Bahia. 560. Yeah, it was it was it was that was a one way. I know in the same yeah. continent. Hello. Wow. I was like, what kind of mess is this? <laughs> However, yeah. I was feeling called there. So I was like, I got the money in my account. I'ma just do it. Let okay. me just go. So I don't like when I tell y'all, some people may frown upon this. However, for me, it works for me, you know, because I'm divinely guided, guided, you know. So I just literally I pick a place depending on how I'm feeling or what, you know, like. Some countries call me, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Some countries call my spirit. And I know when I see them continuously popping up and if I'm like meeting a lot of people and people are like, oh, you need to go here. You know, I pay attention to the messages that my divine spirit team and my divine angels and my divine ancestors send to me. Mm -hmm. So I'll be listening up and then I'll be like, oh, okay, that's where y'all want me to go. Okay, that's where I'm going. And then I get there and I literally, I don't, I don't, I don't be having a plan. Like I just. I just That's beautiful, watch though. it unfold. It's so beautiful about that, though. Yeah, it's so free. And it's like really, I mean, that's a way to conquer fear, man. I Hello. mean, I just feel like, because I know, I know I'm a bit of a planner and I'm about to be taking my next step. Um, oh, well, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, like, I don't the people that, that. The people Hello. that follow me, the people <laughs> that follow me and, you know, that rock with me over on Nomad Peeps TV and like on IG, y'all, some of y'all know what's up. But I'm about to be part like, well, what do I want to say? I want, I'm about to be going on a similar journey. And I realized, you know, I have some fear. And again, yeah. a challenge. I know that's something I need to get over. So the fact that you just, you know, even walking with your fear and yeah. you just take that jump is something that's really beautiful and inspiring to me. Yeah, you got to yeah. let go, babes. Like, that's really yeah. what it is. Because mm-hmm. this whole planning process, because I do feel like, it's easy for you to, you know, fall down the rabbit hole of planning and feeling like you got to plan out every single aspect of your trip. And that truly leaves nothing to just happen 
on a whim. You know what I mean? Because mm. sometimes that's the best moment when you mm. just randomly meet somebody dope yeah. in a hostel and y'all mm. randomly go into the same place and y'all yep. randomly have a whole bunch of just right. dope, amazing yeah. adventures. So I, I let this perfectionist spirit go is what my yeah. spirit is telling let this planning, organizing spirit go. Like if you feel like you want to book your hotel room in each place, do that and just open yourself up. Allow yourself, you know, the opportunity to be guided, you know, mm-hmm. like let go of that control. You don't have to control everything. Because yeah, you can't really. You can't anyway. You know what's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. You just got to get in that flow of like understanding and believing that every single thing that is happening is working for your divine highest good. Mm-hmm. And that's an affirmation, baby. Yes. Ooh. Everything is working for my divine highest good. Y'all better write that down. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> you better write that down. I, I love it. I'm, uh, I, it's like such a blessing for real having you here. In so, so many excited. ways in one. We've said, we talked about this before yeah. I started recording yeah. and everything. We've been talking y'all before. Girl, y'all, y'all, don't even know. y'all just hearing it drop. Okay. <laughs> but, um, okay. So before we go, okay. um, I want you and I ask all my guests that come on the show to, for, for those, cause my whole purpose, I feel like, is to help other people to get on their way, to to make their own way, to create the life that they want. Because I know mm-hmm. I'm on that journey, and I feel like I've been doing it for so long that that's my whole thing. So I ask everyone, um, for anyone that is listening, who is they're either thinking about it, they're, they don't know how, they have anxiety about how to go about doing it. They just feel like the challenges are stacked up against them so high. Mm. What is something, a tip that you would want to leave with someone listening? Well, I would say this is more so of a bit of a process that you should take if you are wanting to go. Like if you are at that place and you're like, I want to go. First of all, set a date mm. oh, and okay. stick to it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Set a date and stick yeah. to it. Like that's actually put good. it in that in put it in the universe of like this is the day I'm going. Whatever money I got, I like it don't matter how much money I got, I'm leaving on this day and mm-hmm. book a ticket. Mm-hmm. Cause once you, it's like a lot of people who are still in the process of trying to figure it out, still kind of in the process of, you know, going through the journey of breaking that bondage. It's like we ain't wasting no money. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't wasting right. no money. Okay. Yeah. So put some money behind it. Yeah. Cause that's going to hold you accountable. Like yeah. legitimately that's going to hold you accountable. So set a date, mm-hmm. put some accountability behind it with some money, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Put some money behind it. Cause yeah. it's like, you that's ain't going to want, that's going to give you some motivation. Cause yeah. literally when I tell y'all, like I knew all my flights was bought. I was more motivated to figure out how mm-hmm. I was going to have the spending money. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Ooh, $5 sale. Mm. So many people supported me. So shout out to all of y'all. If any of y'all are listening, thank you so much for buying pieces for my $5 <laughs> sale. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, um, I would also say, Oh, honey, I'm just, I'm feeling so much energy mm-hmm. right now. I would also say, don't tell a lot of people. Yeah. Don't tell a lot of people. Yes. Don't let nobody discourage you. Like, take your moment and plan it out. Because it's like, as soon as you tell a bunch of people, it's like they'll start saying little things, Mm -hmm. projecting on you. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, you'll be discouraged. And like, oh, I don't even want to go no more. Like, no, don't tell them, you know, Mm -hmm. book your ticket so you're holding yourself accountable, set a date. And then I would also just like to end on the whole... Figure out how you can cut expenses. So if Couchsurfer works for you, I'm also using something right now called Work Packers. And this one I like a bit more than Couchsurfer because you can stay a bit longer. It's it's more so like volunteering in mm-hmm. exchange. It's better than a like work away. Like working in hostels. Maybe. Yeah, so you're working in hostels. And okay. this is great because it's almost like you're working. You know, if you've ever worked in a hotel, like you may be working a front desk. Mm-hmm. Each, each place has its own different things now this one is an investment it costs fifty dollars however it's worth okay. it this one to join. Well, baby i'm telling you dm me baby because i got a cute <laughs> i got a coupon code okay <laughs> i got a coupon code where you can get it for like 30 some dollars mm. so literally like you can be work you can work at hostels and a lot of times you'll they'll provide you some food so you won't be hungry mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you can most of them have like a 
they have different requirements. So you kind of have to look on it and kind of see. And they're worldwide, baby. I saw some in Japan. I saw some in the Philippines. Okay. I'm about to look and see what they have in Korea. Basically, some of them will have different things that they will want you to do. So you got to look and see what they're, you know, what like what kind of work do they want you to do? They want you to clean or they just want you to sit at the front desk, okay. you know? And then they'll say like, you have to stay for a minimum of two weeks or you might have to stay for a minimum of four weeks. Mm -hmm. That gives you a little bit more stability because with Surfer, you normally can only stay for like three to four days mm -hmm. unless you meet someone who is like, oh, no, you could just stay They're as like long cool as you like want. That. Yeah, if they yeah. cool like that, sometimes that's happened to me where I've okay. had some people who was cool like that and I stayed for months. Mm -hmm. However, at the same time, that wasn't frequent. And that was kind of a bit of an issue for me because it's like you're constantly moving. And yeah. sometimes you need a moment to just sit your stuff yeah. down and breathe and find yeah. your routine mm -hmm. so you can figure out what your next step is going to be. Yeah without a lot of stress and worry. So I would definitely recommend. So just to recap, one, set your date, yes. stick with it, mm -hmm. set your date. That's the date. And just have that mindset, whatever money I got, that's what I'm going with. Book your flights so that you can put some accountability, some financial accountability behind it. Cause I know you ain't wasting your coin. It's sus. I know you <laughs> not. And uh, three, don't tell anybody mm. secure them flights. Cause once things are secured, it's like people can say whatever they want, but uh, I'm going. <laughs> See ya. Hello. And three yeah. and four, I mean, four, um, cut expenses. You know what I mean? Because that's how you're going to save your money. And like I said, the one that I would definitely highly recommend, well, two, I would recommend Server because I did use that for mm -hmm. a year. It worked very well for me. You can actually go to my YouTube channel at the Courtney Williams. I have yes. a video about... Um, how to find the best couch surfer, how to find, how to basically find a couch surfing host, you know, cause sometimes some funny things be happening, but I never had any issues. Yeah, so yeah. I got some tips on there. That was like one of my first, first videos. So scroll all the way, all the way down. Cause we got a, a bunch been, of stuff on there. Yeah. For a minute. We got a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah. And then also check out Work Packers. And if you're interested in going to Work Packers, find me on Instagram at the Courtney Williams. I'll give you that coupon code. Mm -hmm. yes. Period. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with y'all. Like yes, seriously, I know this is awesome. Um, so many gems. Um, I'm actually happy that this is going to be out there, and this is definitely going to be helping someone. Too. Um, okay, so since we about to win, y'all ready? Yeah. <laughs> Period. So, so last before before we go, so we know where to find you. YouTube yes. at the Courtney Williams at the Courtney Williams yes. on YouTube, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Yes. If you go to my Instagram, I have a link to my Twitter. Okay. Awesome. In the bio. Awesome. And last question: 2020, what's going down for the Courtney Ooh! Williams? Girl, first of all, I'm doing a lot of traveling. I'm traveling more freely. Shout out to God for getting <laughs> to this point in my yeah. travel journey. Yeah. Um, I'm also hosting my very first retreat. Yeah. I'm so freaking excited. So we're, you know, I, I love Bahia. I love Bahia, Brazil. So I'm taking women back. African African American women, even if you're not black women. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking black yeah. women back to black Rome. Black like black Rome. Rome. Black That's what Bahia. You yes. know, black women to black Ooh. Rome, honey. And literally, this is a cultural experience. This is this is like a activate your goddess moment. You know what I mean? This is a heal activate and recharge retreat so seven days six nights we're going to be doing some powerful work spiritually mm -hmm. we're going to be learning how to do some we're going to be learning how to make smudge sticks we're going to be doing yoni steams we're going to be having very delicious healthy mm -hmm. meals like private chefs honey like i got a bunch of things planned honey mm -hmm. and if you if you know me you've been following me on insta stories you've been following my journey y'all know I, I like to have a good time yes. Y'all really I need like to be good following energy. Courtney. Like real, real stuff, girl. You don't want to be missing. I'll be dropping gems all the time. Yes. Like I'm a sharer. You yes. know what I mean? I believe in sharing the knowledge. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, what's for me is for me. Yeah. So I know sometimes people get scared about mm -hmm. sharing. They're like, oh, I know this and I want to keep it to myself. Nah. That ain't going to do nothing but hinder your blessings. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like how somebody else is going to do something, the, the sauce that they're going to put it put on it is always going to be yeah. different. We all got different sauce. So that yeah. makes things can't different. Be the same. It can't be the same. The yeah. way that they're going to approach something is going to be different. So go ahead and share that information. I don't know who that was for. <laughs> 
However, <laughs> if you hold on, on, if you hold, if you holding on to some information that you need to be sharing, girl, just share it. Okay, yes. just share it, and you can't nobody take nothing that's meant for you. Right. What's meant for you in this world is is for you already. It's already locked in. Now don't block it. <laughs> don't block it. So yeah, basically we're gonna have an a, a powerful, mm. <laughs> a powerful moment, and of course we gotta give back to the Afro Brazilian community. So. Yeah, it's about to be, it's yes. about to be a movie. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's about to be a movie, and you uh. don't want to miss it. Like I know y'all, y'all are actually gonna hear about this later because um I know when this when this podcast is dropping, and I know that my retreat will be out. Mm. Like registration will be open yeah. by the time that y'all are hearing this. I don't know if any slots are gonna be open. So act fast because yes. literally this is a very limited retreat. When yes. I tell you I'm only opening six slots, yeah, it's only six slots open for this retreat. So if you're this is very this, different from most other hello. retreats that you're gonna find blessing. and come across. Like blessing. just to be real, so. blessing. And we're doing yeah. ayahuasca. I don't know if you've heard of ayahuasca. If you haven't heard of ayahuasca, go ahead and look that up. Yes, we don't got enough time if for you know, that for me know. to tell you. Hello, if you know, you if know. You don't know. Google. Google it, baby. Yes. Google University is a real thing. Yes. YouTube, YouTube University, yep. real thing. Yes. Hello. Graduate right Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Top of my class. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing All a lot right. of amazing things, and it's at a very amazing price point yeah. as well. So, if you're here, by the time that you're hearing this, go find it if you're interested. I hope that a slot is open for you if you're mm -hmm. interested. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, it's going to be up already. If see. you are still interested, yeah. though, and it's already closed, it's already booked, just look in the, in the links for, in the in the bio of my Instagram, because most likely I'll have a registration for the second one, because I know this is not going to be the last oh, one. No. Like, oh, it'll no. be a registration list, so, like, once mm -hmm. I do it again, I'll let y'all know. So, yes. yeah. And that's yeah, girl. That. That's yeah, it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you Thank so much you. for being here. Thank you for having me. Recording. We finally got it. We finally I know. got it together. We made it work. First, a year later. Payal. But we got it together. She's a Payal. Hello. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, I will see everybody on the next segment. Be right Bye. back. Bye. All right, y'all. So it's time for me to leave you with the final thought. Um, I want to thank Courtney again. Thank you so much, girl. Um, we're definitely going to be having Courtney back on. We definitely are. Um, and I, I enjoyed that. It was like, honestly, talking with her is always, I always have something that I come away with or have some type of takeaway coming. She's one of those people where you have like, Ain't no surface level shit with my girl. Ain't nothing. Ain't none of that. So it's always it's always a joy and a pleasure speaking with her. And my final thought for everyone going into the week is, like I mentioned before earlier, gratitude. It's Thanksgiving. And, well, we have to recognize that Thanksgiving... The, as as how well Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, let me say that, let me point that out. American Thanksgiving as we know it, the origins of it is some bullshit. <laughs> Fuck Christopher Columbus always, you know. Uh, <laughs> we got to say that, put that out there. And I think that, you know, going forward, Thanksgiving is still something that's very meaningful to a lot of people. And even though the origins of it are horrible um, and full of erasure, genocide, um, and so many, so many other despicable things, especially for, you know, our indigenous uh, brothers and sisters, it's a hard time for them. There are many of us who we have to also recognize, and this is where nuance comes into play, that um, it's become part of the fabric of um, American culture and American society. And I think that going forward, it's still it's still something, it's still recognized as a holiday, but I think that the meaning has and will begin to change. I think it'll be a time of remembrance for those uh, that were affected by what happened. But going forward, I think it should also be a time for um, being thankful and grateful 
um, for those in our lives, those in our, those around us. And I think that it's still that meaning is more important. Those two, those two things that I just spoke, those are more important than anything else than somebody and some bullshits that's being spouted about some pilgrims and blah, 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 and all that bullshit that has been fabricated. So I just want to want to say that. So just keep that in mind when you're, you know, having dinner or wherever you are, um, in, whether you're abroad having a Friendsgiving or whether you're back in the States. So I think that's something to keep in mind. And yeah, gratitude. That's it. That's just my, that's my final thought. I it always, it's something uh, to always keep in mind because even when you're having days where you're down where you feel like everything's shit. It's so easy for people to be like, nothing's going right. My life is shit. It's always important to remember that whatever you're going through, um, you're meant to be experiencing this right now. And that also, you know, there's someone else that's always going through something a lot worse. And being able to recognize the thing, the beautiful things in your life, the things that you were happy to have, um, from even the smallest things to health, waking up in the morning, being able to see, being able to walk, being able to taste, you know, all of those small things are actually major things. And I think doing something as small as, you know, thinking about five things that you're grateful for every single day, it really starts to put things into perspective for you. And I think that it just it's just beneficial in the long run always thinking about what you're grateful to have so um i'm going to leave it here with everyone i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know i really did even when i was going back and editing and listening to it i didn't even i didn't really do much with the interview cuz i just enjoyed it so much and i hope everybody got some takeaways and some gems from courtney um we're definitely going to have her back on. So if you really enjoyed this episode, just stay tuned because she will be back on sooner than y'all think. So everyone, I hope you are happy, being healthy, being well. Happy Thanksgiving for all of those who are celebrating it. And uh, I will see everyone next week. Bye.